0: Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You show, our podcast, our webcast. However you're tuning in today, before we jump in to our amazing guest today, I want to remind you all that if you head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, we have an incredible free course with eight videos and a 60-page workbook for you to download to uplevel your success. Here at Rise Up For You, we are all about pushing your potential through soft skills, the skills that are the most needed, that actually make up 75% of an individual's success, that we don't spend a lot of time cultivating. That's the emotional intelligence, the confidence, the leadership, the public speaking in the presence, all those human skills that make up a lot of challenges today, that's what we're cultivating here at Rise Up For You. So again, head over to our website, riseupfee.com, download your master success course, eight videos, 60 page workbook completely free so that you can push your potential and actually optimize the technical skills build the wealth that you want, build the relationships that you want, and build an amazing life on your own terms. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host, Nathalena Nasruddin. Very excited to be back for yet again another episode with me today. I'm, I'm alone and I'm by myself today, and I'm very excited because We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics of all time, which if you're familiar with me and Rise Up For You, you might have guessed it, confidence, (laughs) self-confidence and the importance of it. So, you know, uh, again, if you're familiar with us, then you would know that the Rise Up For You team and myself, we do a lot of training coaching keynote speaking around the world we go into organizations we help enhance culture through soft skills we get on stage we talk about emotional intelligence confidence communication one of the most popular topics that we talk about is in fact self-confidence so i don't know if you know this but 83 percent of the professionals that we ask so every year we talk to thousands of professionals and we ask them what their number one challenge is in the workplace 83% say self-confidence. Now you can imagine that is a massive number. I mean, think about that, 83%. But when I speak on confidence and I get on stage and I talk about where I got my confidence from, which is my parents, one of the questions that I get quite often is what did your parents do for you that taught you confidence, right? I have kids, um, my kids are growing up and I'm having a hard time building that self-confidence in them. That's typically you know, the question that I get and a little bit of the story that I get from parents. Now, I'll be completely transparent and say that I am not a parent myself yet. I haven't had any kids yet, but I do get quite a few parents that do ask me that question. Like, what was the special thing that your parents taught you that have created you and your brothers, my brothers and I. I have two brothers, one older, one younger, to be confident in who you are, to be confident in your skin, and to go out there and just live a life rooted in self-efficacy, self-esteem, and self-worth. So I thought, you know, I got that question a lot just recently. My team and I, uh, we had the greatest opportunity of coaching. Uh, And I spoke at the largest Google conference of the year. And yet again, the number one question and the number one challenge was confidence. And so I get these questions a lot. So I thought that today I would break down the top five things that my parents taught my brother and I that helped us build confidence and continue to have self-confidence. In particular, we're talking about self-confidence here. So not confidence in a competency, not confident in a category or in a skill, but self-confidence, the internal confidence that we all need in order to really build a life of fulfillment and happiness that's rooted in success and values. So let me break down for you the five things that I that I made note of. And I really thought, okay, what, you know, what did my parents do that really created this feeling inside? that made us realize that, hey, we were enough. Even if we failed, even if we suck at something, even if we didn't get the job, even if we didn't get the promotion, even if we didn't get the client, we're still enough. And that's okay. So here's five things I'm going to share with you that I learned from my parents today. Um, lots of love to my parents up above in heaven that are watching down. This episode is for you. So number one, affirmations. Affirmations. And positive languaging. My mom was really, 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 really conscious about the fact that the words that you put out into the universe, they make an impact. So like we didn't use language like I can't. We weren't allowed to. Right. Because I can't assume that you can never figure it out. And that just wasn't a thought in our household. So positive languaging was a really, really big thing that our parents taught us, even when we were little kids. I remember we would drive to school with my mom and my brothers would I would, and I would be in the car and she would say, today, you're going to be amazing. And my brothers and I would say, today, and we would just say these affirmations back so that by, by the time we got out of the car, we went to school, like we were just going to dominate and get good grades, right? Like we... Felt like we were amazing and that we can learn and nothing can get in the way of our growth. And we were doing that since we were like five, six years old. So it was something that was really rooted in us at a young age. And again, just being conscious of the positive languaging. So my mom never said to us, You can't do that. You're not good enough. She never used languaging around that. In fact, she would say the opposite, Like, Do this for yourself. Why can't you? And of course, my dad was the exact same way. So lots of positive affirmation and being conscious of negative languaging that can be seated and rooted in a child's brain that now they start using that same language. And if I just give you a quick story, I remember when I used to be a performer, some of you know that I performed. I sang, I taught a lot of voice lessons to kids and to college, you know, uh, professionals. One time I had a young boy, he was five years old. I was doing voice lessons with him. And I was like, okay, hit this note for me on the piano. And all he kept saying is, I can't, I can't, I can't. He's five years old. And I'm thinking, I stopped and I looked at him. I said, where did you learn that word, I can't? You can, you can. It might be hard. It might be difficult, but you can And the reason why I share that story is because that means that he has been hearing it a lot, right? He heard, I can't a lot. He's been told he can't a lot. And therefore, that became a part of his narrative. And he was only five years old. So number one, positive affirmations, positive languaging. Number two is that my parents put uh, both my brothers and I, me too, in sports. And the reason why they put us in sports is because they wanted us to know what it felt like to lose, (laughs) not only to win, but also to lose and to have discipline around losing, right? To understand that you can work your butt off, you can go to practice every day you can show up. You can put your cleats on. You know, we I played soccer. I also played volleyball. And you can get out there in the mud and run with your cleats and kick the ball and do your best and still lose. Right? And understanding, like, that's part of the process. So continuing to build discipline no matter what and whatever the outcome is, whether you lose in the game or whether you win in the game, the process and building discipline is what was important and also getting used to not always winning right and so they kind of build a, you know a resilient muscle in us a muscle of resilience that yeah you're going to fall you're going to fail You're not going to win all the time. And the more you get used to losing, the more you're like, okay, it's not so bad. Just keep trying. What's the worst that happens? I lose? Well, I've done that before. So my parents put my brothers and I intentionally in sports, intentionally um, in athletics and extracurricular activity where we had to build discipline, where we weren't always going to win. We did Taekwondo at a young age. I was in dance for a couple of years at a young age. Uh, my brothers and I, we played soccer. So being in that kind of competitive environment that taught us discipline, motivation, showing up, being a good sport, even when the outcome wasn't a winning outcome. Number three, um, respect. Respect yourself first and foremost, respect the people above you and respect the people below you, whatever that means. Okay. Now, the really interesting thing about respect is that my dad always taught us, Nobody is better than you and you aren't better than anybody else, period. And the reason why he taught us that is because sometimes in society, we have this idea that our teachers, our leaders, whoever it is, anybody that's above us in the chain of command, right? Or anybody that's above us like at school, that um, they're the almighty and that they are more superior to us. My parents broke that right off the bat when we were young. They made sure that we understood that everybody gets respect. It doesn't matter who they are. Everybody gets respect. If they're your teacher, they're your leader, they get respect. Okay. If you're leading them, they get respect. And you have to respect yourself. Now, the reason why that helped us build confidence is because it broke the mentality that anybody was superior to us, right? that nothing was superior to us except for God. That's what they always told us. It broke that mentality. And so then what it also broke is people pleasing, right? It broke the narrative that I'm going to let my leader or my teacher treat me poorly because they're above me. So that above me mentality was never taught to us. What was taught to us is that All humans deserve kindness and respect, including yourself. And if anybody disrespects you, if anybody tries to harm you in any way, if anybody tries to put you down, if anybody tries to do something to you that is not part of, like, you know, basic ethos and morale, if they try to put you down or hurt you, anything, you know that it's wrong because no one's better than you and you're not better than anybody else. There's nobody superior to you. Nobody has the right to do that to you. And so it created this this idea and this thought that we should always stick up for ourselves, right? I remember I had a teacher one time uh, that in front of the whole class, they told me to shut up and sit down, which was really rude and disrespectful. And I respected the teacher, of course. And I remember saying, like, that's not kind. That's not respectful. And the teacher was amazing and he apologized. But you see, sometimes we allow that poor behavior to happen because we think people are better than us. And we've been taught that sometimes in society. So that's like a really important lesson that I think about that my parents taught us. Number four, uh, this isn't about anybody else but you. So when we were growing up, my parents, when they encouraged us to get good grades, when they encouraged us to, to, you know, to do well when it came to sports, when they encouraged us to you know, wake up in the morning and like put yourself together, it wasn't for them. It wasn't for our culture. It wasn't for our teachers. It wasn't for our leaders. It was for us. It was for us because they know that we are the sustainable thing. Leaders are gonna change. People are gonna change. Circumstances are gonna change. So they taught us like an internal motivation and discipline for ourselves Right, so that we can be the best for ourselves. So my parents wouldn't say get good grades for me; they would say get good grades for you, so that you can be the best you can be and build a life that you're proud of. Right, my mom, uh, she used to be a model. She was beautiful. She was gorgeous. She always used to say to me, like, get up, put yourself together. Right, do your hair, do your makeup, put on your clothes, not to attract other people to attract, to be attracted to you so that you can look in the mirror and feel great about yourself so that you have energy in who you are. And so that you're proud of yourself, not for validation from anybody else. And again, that's a really, really important concept. Number five, really, really, uh, (laughs) this is one of my favorite. I have some stories to tell around this, um, without values, you're nothing. They just, they taught my brothers that and I that without your values, you are nothing. And you know, my dad came from uh, the Middle East. He came from a third-world country. My mother was also Middle Eastern, right? We're Lebanese, hundred percent. But my dad was born overseas. He came here when he had twenty dollars in his pocket. So the things that were important to him were your your morals, your ethos, right? Your ethics, your values. Uh, he worked his butt off to build a life for my brothers and I. And at the same time, he could care less about what kind of job we had. You know, that kind of thing, right? He wanted to know if we were good human beings. And so he would always say, like, without your values, you don't have anything. And I'm gonna share an example with you because I always think about this and how funny it is is that I remember one time my brother and I, my younger brother, we got into a little fight, we got into an argument, verbal argument when we were in our 20s. And we were both professionals, right? We were both working in corporate, we were making money, you know, we were we were doing the thing. And my brother and I got into an argument. And we hadn't talked to each other for like a day. My dad called both of us. He didn't care if we were professionals. He didn't care if we were making our own money. He did not care. And he reprimanded both of us and said, who do you think you are? Like, what kind of people did I raise? Right? I don't care if you're at work. I don't care how much money you make. I didn't raise you to treat each other that way. I didn't raise you to not love each other and respect each other. So you better figure it out and you better figure it out fast. (laughs) He did not care. And I remember he called my brother when my brother was in a corporate meeting. Right. He called me when I was at work. He didn't care. He's like, I don't care what you do. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what your role is. These are the values that you were taught to love each other, to be respectful to your family and that family comes first. You better figure it out that nothing else matters. Right. And I think that that was so important because now even today uh, we understand my brothers and I, that these are, this is our foundation. These are our values and they're, they're non-negotiable. No job, no money, no car, no role is going to take us outside of those values because that has been rooted in us in a young age, right? Which means that it provides clarity and it, cre- it creates values, right, for an individual. So thanks for sharing or thanks, you know, for listening to what I have to say and for sharing about this, because I think that, uh, you know, I've done a lot of reflection because I've been getting that question a lot, like, how do I teach confidence to my kids or What did your parents do that helped you become confident? And these are the five things that I know that they constantly taught my brothers and I that were a game changer and how we saw ourselves and how we showed up in the world. So thanks again for tuning in. My name is Nendalina Nastudy I'm the CEO and the founder of Rise Up For You, your host here on the Rise Up For You podcast. Every single week we bring you new episodes. So tune in. If you've gotten anything from this episode or any previous episode, please share it. Subscribe to the podcast, like the like the podcast, and leave us a comment, right? Because people read the comments and they want to know, you know, like what kind of podcast is this. And definitely, if you're not watching us on YouTube, please head over to YouTube, subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, head over to the podcast and subscribe. Uh, we'd just love to keep you in our community, and more importantly, share this, share this episode if it resonated with you, because I'm sure there's a lot of people um, that probably have a similar question. And if this can help just one more person, that would be fantastic. You are the best. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining. Imagine a life where you can have it all a booming career, fantastic love life, great health and success and overall achievement and happiness. Imagine pushing your potential to your absolute best and every day living a life that you are proud of. Well, if this sounds like something that you're yearning for, then the Rise of You Growth Membership is perfect for you my team and i believe in supporting you and helping you get to the next level because we know that you can do and have what it takes to be your best when you join our membership you get access to live trainings every single month with myself and our team you get free coaching you get a number of on-demand resources to help level up your success that you can use in the comfort of your own home and you get access to our global membership around the world full of like-minded professionals that are looking to be their best. Your time is now to push your potential and live the life that you want to live. So if you're ready to take the next step in your life and in your career, join the Rise Up For Growth membership. Click below and we'll see you there.